0: It's time to come. This is the semen revolution. This is the sex machine that introduced the awesome power of gems. Now you can have a stronger penis, guaranteed. Now you can have a whole experience. You've never experienced anything because there's never been anything. And now comes the all-new Blowflex Revolution Horses. 400 minutes a day, 300 times a week. And you'll get results in as little as more than 90 weeks, guaranteed.
1: Barking, forty-eight minutes of dog barking, forty-eight minutes of dog barking, forty-eight minutes of dog barking, forty-eight minutes of dog
2: barking,
1: forty-eight minutes of dog.
0: I know it's unrelated to what we were talking about, uh, yes. but, uh, uh, you know, I, let's just get, let's pull the band-aid off.
1: Yeah, we're, we we bound to address it one sooner or later. Our, we mentioned in a previous episode a a t t-shirt created by our good friend, mutual friend, Striker Spurlock, uh, yeah,
0: we we both we both missed we the, the mark on oh, it bad. Really was.
1: So let's go ahead and, 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 and let's mention previous episode I believe it was the episode twenty, our, yeah. our most recent episode. In it, Brian had described this T shirt and he had Pitifully. said we had apparently got it wrong. So we're here with a fact check. Let's go ahead and We and, we
0: are we uh we are atoning ourselves for our sins against our holy father. And so this shirt to striker Spurlock, which he explained to me, and I could not remember because I might have had been drinking. The front of the shirt says, keep me out of your fucking divorce. I do not have time for drama or bullshit. I'm too busy chilling. And it's all parsed grammatically in a very interesting way. And then in the back, it says, warning, peaceful man.
1: Yes, we wanted to get that out of the way.
0: If there's ever been a shirt I've wanted to buy, it's a real take. My, and he keep, he said to me that, like, well, maybe I'll do like a whole, uh, wholesale order. Oh. And so I can, you know, and then sure. I can, it's like, I would gladly meet up with oh. you in the parking lot and give you $20. Sure. For that shirt and my size of
1: choice. Stryker, if you're listening to the show, get at us, dog. 48 get minutes us, dogs barking at, at, at gmail.com. A,
0: the warning, the peaceful man <laughs> on the back is.
1: It's the coup de grace. It's the, the pièce de résistance. It's the it's the it's the little bit that just kind of keeps on giving.
0: And then also, just like instead of Sam Bankman-Fried, it yeah. was uh, Sam Hyde. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, I'm coming to get you, CZ. <laughs> I'm coming I'm, to your I'm, house. I'm, to I'm bankrupt you. <laughs> to ban- I'm taking your keys.
1: <laughs> in the metaver-
0: no, in the real life.
1: <laughs> in the metaverse, yeah. No, I I, I want to start the show off uh i'm gonna start the show off the show itself by the way 48 minutes dogs barking my name's jason this is brian hello the uh the asuka to my shinji
0: yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm most certainly a stupid baka that...
1: <laughs> no i'm the i'm shinji so that i'm oh, the stupid oscar yeah i, I you're I the mean one like that
0: like to i am an exhibitionist right so and... <laughs> they have, also have deep prill trauma, I suppose. Yeah, yeah
1: I, who doesn't? So we're going to make the rounds, checking out some stuff that we did on the internet this week, or we did, check out some stuff that we saw on the internet this week. Yeah. Uh, my favorite poster, uh, a, a, another something awful forums vet, my wheelhouse at my wheelhouse ftw on Twitter posted this wonderful image, which is a. a a modification of the in this house we believe things you'll say, you know, yeah. they'll say, like, well, um, in this house we believe. Every, likewise, every house
0: I wanted to try and buy, yeah, in like Dutchtown or something, and then like we d- like, it would get taken off the market before we even get a showing. When I would drive by again, this is one of the signs yeah. that was always in the part in the fucking yard, and it made <laughs> me fucking furious.
1: Well, so this one's been modified to say, in this house we believe, a cum dump is an event. Bottoms are for pimping out. Science is real. Tops are ethical. No load is refused. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, bringing it back. Bringing, bringing it back, it back <laughs> to the uh...
0: no loads refused. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder where that where that whole that whole story. You know? I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, I wonder. No, no pun intended by by pausing on the word "hole" there. <laughs> but I wonder. I wonder where that went. Where that.
1: Here's here's what I think. I think the original poster there, he, he went to the cum dump event, he uh-huh. saw the bottom that he had blocked, and they made friends. I believe in people. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a positive person. It could, have I like could, have I know, could have been like hate bombing or something. I don't know. Who knows? There's a great uh, post by at Spurt Magoo. Had a wonderful post here. It says, my mom has a new boyfriend, and recently he said that, quote, NFTs are ugly cartoons and, quote, a multi-level marketing scheme for virgins... When I tried to explain the fundamentals of the blockchain to him, he said that he, quote, right-clicked on my mom's pussy last night. Any advice? <laughs> <laughs> crypto bros stay losing. Losing. i not going to lie.
0: As much as I make fun of crypto bros, there's one guy that I follow. Yeah. Because I think he's a good barometer of, like, the culture and all that and, like, where things are going motherfucker bought a candy painted fucking early 90s nissan gtr <sighs> <laughs> i'm just like you know what? that hurts yeah there's just a... like you know what uh fuck <laughs> like the fucking inside was clean it was just like yeah had had you know the repulse reupholstery. the rehab was good yeah and i'm just motherfucker <laughs> yeah. like usually like usually it's like dumb shit like they go to like one of those restaurants where they serve you like a fucking four ounce cut of steak <laughs> with like some almond flavored foam <laughs> around it and some you know like like very fake rich mm-hmm. people, bad new money new stuff. Bubbly, yeah, I was definitely. Like, but you know what buying a pretty fucking sick vintage Japanese car like yeah, it's not the worst way to to spend your fucking money, if yeah you're gonna be fucking you know bougie,
1: I guess so. For me, like the, the most bougie thing I bought was a Kia Soul. So yeah, I guess I Yeah. You know, I mean it's Korean. So yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, I mean it's Korean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's see here. Uh what else was happening on the web here? Let's see. Oh, at Matt Dunnell's anytime I see barbecue set out like a drug bust recovery, I know it's from New York accompanying this photo of Brooklyn's new Dominican barbecue. Brian, I want you to take a look at this and
0: that is a, is that is that supposed to be brisket? It's supposed to be brisket. That looks like, that looks like fucking like fucking shake. Yeah,
1: it's that bad. Looks like, that looks bad. It All looks, looks dry bad. as shit.
0: Not like, <laughs> not like the good way that sometimes brisket can be dry. No,
1: it looks bad, Brian. Yeah. It looks like the crust is black. Like the crust is not supposed to be black. The black uh, 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 darkens. Darkens not black. There's no. a difference. And it looks like they cut a piece of brisket in half to put it on this plate. You got some mediocre cornbread. Okay. Mac and cheese with a little bit of crumbled bacon in it. Eh, average. Could be okay. Could be all right. I don't I think this is supposed to be burn ends, either that or it's some really weird ass jerk chicken shit. I cannot figure out what mm-hmm. this is. It looks like pork cuz of the way that it's has the little glaze on that side. Mm-hmm. And this here shredded pork which looks like fucking coleslaw. I cannot understand this in any way, making sense. It looks, it looks like like blue cheese <laughs> in like a in like a Monet painting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just That's it's so up. bizarre. And so yeah, this is uh, Brooklyn's new Dominican barbecue spot, posted by Eater NY, and of course it just it, it looks like a crime scene. It looks, I don't know. It just every,
0: I was going to say there's maybe we're a little bias here because st louis for all of its faults it's many numerous faults (laughs) yeah we can uh, we have a really great food scene and particularly we have a really great soul food and a really great barbecue food scene i mean uh, the pappies i had mentioned previously probably you know what i don't know if they're the best barbecue place in st louis that that is up for for argument but as far as like showing someone what st louis area barbecue is all about right it's really a toss-up between them and sugar fire i guess you could right. say bogart's and there's definitely some other places there's
1: five aces down the road here I five mean, aces yeah. of
0: course uh shaved duck is shaved, the shaved duck? duck in that conversation beast yeah. butcher
1: block i mean there's a couple of places within a block of here that you could just take someone to and have a, show them a good time yeah but this i don't know what this is so
0: many times i have seen a photo of barbecue food from New York City and it's served on one of those fucking metal trays and it looks like this is like oh, this is what prisoners eat in New York state.
1: It does. It yes. looks like
0: prison food. Yes,
1: this one here um from <laughs> from Munchies. Uh, I think I think
0: this is the infamous one that I think of.
1: <laughs> it's like okay, so there's two we're very clearly King's Hawaiian Pieces of bread just pulled directly from the package, not even separated. Two isolated, uh, again, it looks like Vlasic gherkins just sitting in a, in a yeah. little tray. A uh, a, a decent some looking...
0: S- some more sad brisket.
1: Yeah, and some more sad brisket. Now, this one actually looks juicier than the one that you and I received. That,
0: br- that brisket is okay. It's the presentation of everything. It's just, just is... piled on a plate. Yeah. There's nothing there. Yeah. Um, fuck, man. I want some brisket.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? I got one in the basement. Let's go.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: 18 hours
0: later. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: gonna take me a while, but we'll do it. But yeah, just I'm a barbecue snob. I'm a brisket stob in, in, in particular. Yeah, I'm. I'm very much so into
0: good ass barbecue. Don't get oh, me
1: wrong. One more tweet here, courtesy of at Sabla, The Milwaukee Record is a newspaper in Milwaukee. And they are holding a Wisconsin Celebrities poll. And one of the categories is Other. And in that Other category, there is a head-to-head matchup that I never saw coming. Laura Ingalls Wilder, author of Little House on the Prairie. Okay. Versus Video Game Donkey. A game youtuber who has called Milwaukee and Madison home. So both
0: places I've been to that I like more than St. Louis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, currently, I have to look this up as because uh, as of as of when I first saw it, Dunkey was beating her handily. And yes, as of right now, video game Dunkey is still currently over Laura Ingalls Wilder, by a healthy margin, he's at 60%. She's at 39. Hey, guys, it's me, video game donkey. That's not real. Hey, guys, it's me. Whoa, dude. Donkey's oh. here. Not even close, baby. Uh, it looks like this is not going to be good for Team Wilder no. this year. But uh... I really, I
0: really <laughs> wish the, the woman that wrote The Kill a Mockingbird was from Wisconsin, <laughs> so it could be even better. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh,
1: Harper Lee. I didn't, I didn't like that book in high school. I still have a problem with it today. I don't know. There's, there's just something about it. But I, it just,
0: you know what? It's, you know, it's like listening to Vampire Weekend, but you're reading a book. You're like, I don't, it's not terrible, but I don't know why other people like it so much.
1: Speaking of that same poll, though, another Wilder is mm-hmm. in the running. Gene Wilder. Oh, is um, he from Wisconsin? Yeah, born and raised. Oh, I know that. Uh, so is Joel Hodgson, Oh, creator yeah. of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Of course. Of course. Currently, Gene Wilder is beating Joel Hodgson. They're head-to-head right now. So I don't know if that's going to change. I hope it does. I love Gene Wilder to death, but I also think Joel Hodgson... Still around, still making stuff. I don't know. It's a yeah. hard one. It's hard It's hard for me to say.
0: Gene Wilder, obviously one of the greats. Oh, absolutely. Uh, top Joel, top. also one of the greats, but in kind of a more lo-fi underdog sort of way. And um, I think
1: that's part of what makes me root for him a little bit more, is just that he's able to turn something. He turn, turns nothing into something all the time.
0: Yeah. It'd be like being asked to kill your favorite child. Yeah, Sophie's Choice. But it's a, a poll on the internet. <laughs>
1: I got nothing. All right, I got, I got
0: nothing. I got a uh, 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 very low energy today. It's Sorry. All, it's I, all uh, good. I, I saved up all the energy I had for that bit that's probably going to get cut.
1: <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Right now, it's that time of the show, which everyone loves. It's the Crypto Scam of the Week time. You're listening to 48 Minutes of Dogs Barking, the podcast.
2: And now it's time for the Crypto Scam of the Week. Yeah.
1: Brian, let me guess.
0: Is it something with FTX? Did Sam Friedman, bank nerd, uh, get his dick stuck in an Oreo? <laughs> did he did he drink his water too quick and cough a lot and <laughs> say, "I'm off that loud"? No. Tell me, tell me. The, the Sam, the, the no. Sam this Bankman Fried.
1: This is not anything to was, do with. Was he caught eating bad <laughs> uh, bad barbecue in New York City? <laughs> <laughs> well, he probably was. But now, this particular story, I made a very special effort to not include anything about Sam Bankman Fried because God honest, God's honest truth, much like Kanye, tired of talking about it. Tired of talking about SPF. I'm trying to get away from it. It's everywhere. You can't fucking avoid it, but I'm doing my best. I'm trying my best to, to get away from it. No. Another hack this week. It's our good friends at Helio. Are you familiar with Helio, Brian? I've heard of them once or twice. So the long and short of it is that Helio allows you to stake other chain projects. So Helio is a way for you to put money in. Okay. And then that money stakes other projects other uh, so coins. You could,
0: so you could stake like on the BNB chain, mm-hmm. but invest on something that's on like, I don't know, Ethereum or something? Or is, or is it staying, is it cross-chain or is it single-chain?
1: From what I understand, it is cross-chain. Interesting. Yeah, okay. so essentially the Helio attacker acquired these BNBC tokens with 10 BNB during Asian morning hours. Delayed database data on the helio exchange then allowed the attacker to borrow 16 million worth of another stable coin Ooh. so they're they're really gaming the system based on time they're gaming it based on what they know about the market like this is a pretty sophisticated attack this is, attack I, this because is kind this is, of
0: like a very high end a higher end version of like a
1: flash loan right a flash loan hell even like kiting a check i mean this is the kind of yeah. thing that you would do is like okay i'm gonna borrow against what it says here but then this is you know this is where it actually is and 15 million binance usd is what they got away with essentially there's 19 million in locked funds they got 15 million i mean compared to a scam Bankman fraud it's uh, uh, it's not mr poopoo peepee pants <laughs> it's it's small potatoes but it's still 15 million (laughs) dollars so you know it's not too bad i mean
0: until the stuff that happened with like celsius and ftx and a couple others i mean like 15 mil was kind of like the high end of of craziness as far as like scams or yeah uh hacks and stuff like that i think there was something called meerkat that rugged for like 30 million Mm. and for a long time that was kind of like you know, the high-wire mark. Like, it could get any crazier than that, and it turns out, yes. It could be <laughs> hundreds of millions. It could be what billions with billion. a B. Yeah. yeah. Um, the financial greed and absurdity does not have to stop with, like, a bunch of people with um, fake headshots on a <laughs> um,
1: uh, Wix website. It's Not wrong. So if you are involved in the H-A-Y staking protocol, uh, the owners of Helio... Say so they're mitigating the situation, avoid transacting in hay. At the same time, Binance, CZ, our good friends of Binance. Yeah. They froze about three million linked to the attack that were allegedly moved by the attackers to Binance. Uh, so it, it, at least CZ is trying to mitigate some of that.
0: Binance is pretty good at the second hacked or stolen funds hit a one of their hot wallets yeah they're usually pretty good putting the kibosh on that yeah not surprised on that part but uh jesus what?
1: yeah what? No. it's a it, 15 it, it,
0: million you know it, the bear market's getting tough there folks uh all of a sudden i'm just kind of talking in a chicago accent yeah. there uh, hey hey if you got your <laughs> beans out there you want to protect your beans you want to get yourself a nice little cold wad don't be doing staking staking's for the bull market if you want to yeah, things are getting tight, you know. Uh, now I'm starting to sound like old time. Yeah, down here on the creek, <laughs> we all be staking our BNB. b
1: No, we sir. We it on one of our ledges. No, sir. We no, ain't sir. doing that. Yeah. Oh, no. It's the uh, the old prospector. The, the
0: old it? prospector down here on the old Bitcoin exchange.
1: Well, I mean, Gold Rush, the prospect. I, mean, yeah. I mean, it's not maybe, too far I off. Mean, I mean, I mean... I,
0: I have it in my blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> John Sutter who <laughs> who I'm sure made his fair share of money. Not just enslaving the local Indians.
1: Not just, yeah. Not just,
0: not just. but also uh, he also outfitted the Donner Party.
1: He can't be held accountable for that. Come on now.
0: <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying like it's it's funny like on both sides of my family like all of the 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 patriarchs or all the men folk are just like all liars and charlatans and crooks and all just like terrible or like I think the most noble person that I am related to that is famous is like a governor of Illinois who did so little in office that his Wikipedia page is basically like yeah he he was there he was <laughs> like
1: it That's all right. my my most famous relatives Wikipedia page is quite extensive <laughs> yeah 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 uh, which uh which part of the ss uh, no no <laughs> no he did not fall on the guard
0: tower no, uh, no no actually he got, he, he got he, no he actually
1: drowned in yeah. the uh the pool the, the swimming pool, pool at Al- the, yeah. <laughs> no. it wasn't a strong swimmer no, he's not the strong swimmer. <laughs> no uh, <laughs> i do have germans on my side of the family but but uh this is these aren't folks my great uncle William Dinty Colbeck. Oh, of the Dinty Moore family. No, no. <laughs> no. I was about to
0: agree with you on that. Like, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, William that's, that's it. D- yeah, Dinty-Moore. that's it.
1: No, ah, uh, the favorite can, the favorite <laughs> canned stew of many a bachelor. <laughs> canned meat, the canned meat fortune. No, uh, Dinty Colbeck was a uh, pipe fitter. Yeah, and a gangster did a lot of bootlegging during Prohibition and. And it's a, it's a whole thing. So, my yeah, he was gunned down in North City because he, he messed with the wrong man's woman. And, you know, that's that's about the most uh, infamous my family gets.
0: Not long after uh, Ferguson, I had uh, dinner with my father. And he was like, you know, your grandfather was a cop. I was like, I, I didn't know that. And he was like, yeah, you know, he didn't really do it for too long. Uh, yeah, he was a Pagedale cop. And I go, oh, that's bad. Yeah. And, you know, this is probably like 50s, 60s. He actually was kind of known for being a little rough. They actually made the newspapers a couple times. Frank Sutter and his goon squad. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, no. And he was like, yeah, you know, one time they're trying to squeeze a guy for information. And he wasn't going to talk. And they knew he knew. They just had to persuade him. So what they did is they took him along the riverfront by the chain of rocks. And your grandfather told his partner, hey, I'm going to be taking, let's say the guy's name is Carl. I'm going to take Carl here out for a little walk here by the riverbank. And if you hear a gun going off, I'm just shooting at rabbits. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all I know. That's one of the few <laughs> things I know about my grandfather, besides the fact that he was a, a spy photographer in World War II.
1: Yowza. And, All right. and my brother not missing much. I don't know if this is going to make the podcast. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm. Hey, I, I, <laughs> I expose the gangster connection. We might as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, everybody. I, I think
0: I don't know. I think uh, I think my my distant ancestor that committed genocide and Sacramento was that yeah. modern day yeah. Sacramento to get away from the debts he was, he, the, <laughs> which what got him there was running away from his debts in Europe. Oh no. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, oh like, no. <laughs> yeah. It was mad at his son for not naming, his son with a city father of Sacramento, and he was mad at his son for not convincing the other city fathers to name it Sutterville.
1: Oh my. Which would <laughs> have,
0: which I don't know, I have heard, I've been told by many people that Sacramento is probably, out of all the big cities in California, probably the biggest toilet.
1: Mm. Dodged a bullet, I think is what you're trying yeah, to say. No,
0: yeah. I mean, like, it seems apt. Oh, you think? think, (laughs) No, I'm like, yeah. Name (laughs) it after us. Name it after us. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah, No, name it after us. Oh oh, man. So crypto.
1: (laughs) No, I think we're done with that. This Helios thing is just—it's a matter of somebody got the keys to the right thing at the right time. It really—it was a crime of opportunity. If you really want to go there, like this was this was somebody who managed to to take advantage of market timing and all that. Like, it's just—it's a big brain move. Yeah. But yeah, you know
0: it smells crazy in that scam. You
1: gotta. It's got
0: like just uh, this dick cheese coming Absolutely. out the pant leg.
1: No, what I was gonna say is, uh, are you ready to get pumped, Brian? I'm always ready to get pumped. You can tell by All the right. enthusiasm in my voice. We are gonna click yes. Then oh, okay, uh, that is a uh, real ultimate power. Oh my god! I've seen this since like high school. Real ultimate power is the uh, the main topic of our show today. So, real ultimate power? What is it? Well, real ultimate power is a website about ninjas. Oh hell yeah! Flipping out, drinking chocolate milk, and and doing backflips and and killing dudes. Uh, so, <laughs>
0: let me ask you yeah. something because I haven't looked at this website in many years, and I sorry to say I didn't even look at it for research for today's episode. Uh, but all right. do they answer the time old question: What would win in the fight, a hundred ninjas or a hundred pirates?
1: No, but the author of the site is very concerned about the ninja pirate dynamic, and basically, <laughs> is very is very interested. Here's my Ten
0: point presentation on why I think the ninjas have the edge in the uh, the altercation. Uh-huh.
1: Exactly. So in the year two thousand two, this was a website created by. The pseudonymous Robert Hamburger. We talked about Neil Hamburger in a previous episode. This is a different oh. guy, obviously. Uh, <laughs> written using the persona of a 13-year-old boy. It's a parody of the adolescent fascination with ninjas. We all sure. have that kind oh, of... man,
0: ninjas were so fucking cool.
1: <laughs> still are. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. Ninjas are cool as shit. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but the long and short of it is is that this person, whoever it is, Again, we still have not found out who, who Robert <laughs> Hamburger is. Could have been anybody, But he wrote this page. On the front page, the official Ninja webpage. Hi, this site is all about ninjas. All caps, real ninjas. This site is awesome. My name is Robert, and I can't stop thinking about ninjas. These guys are cool, and by cool, I mean totally sweet. Facts. One. Ninjas are mammals. Two, ninjas fight all the time. Three, the purpose of a ninja is to flip out and kill people. I love it. And the one thing that like, I kept thinking about, like, who does this remind me of? It reminds me of that hyper-fixated 12, 13-year-old who just cannot shut up about Pokemon or whatever it is,
0: dinosaurs. Yeah,
1: they figured out something that interests them. Finger popping, whatever it is, <laughs> <laughs> doing doing a uh, uh, skate deck tricks with their the, fingers the, the on the skateboard. Tech deck. Yeah, tech deck. That's the, what it the is. One,
0: the one that killed me. I went to high school as a kid. He was on drum line. His big thing was that he would sit here and just so I know this is a this is not a visual medium. So I'm putting one of my palms on my chest and one on my abdomen. And he, this guy would sit there and he would go, oh, and he would do like fucking polyrhythms and paradiddles and shit. Okay. While like fucking like in math class or really like talking to you or like even kind of like while eating at lunch. He was like a normal dude. Like he was a relatively normal guy. That was just like his one weirdo behavior was just like always fucking drumming. Drumming.
1: I knew a couple guys like that that did that on the desk, and they would have a ring on their class ring, like the
0: pencil. Yeah, so you could get that the fucking like rim shot. Yeah,
1: every guy at a certain point, autistic or not, has these moments of like, I'm gonna do this, and this is gonna be my whole personality. This is gonna be
0: my thing. (laughs) This is gonna how I get through the pain of teenage years.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Whoever Robert Hamburger was or is,
0: voice of a generation. uh,
1: created this entire website devoted to his favorite thing which was ninjas now there are some like myself who believe it is perhaps an older person someone at the time in 2002 maybe in their 20s who was trying to shall we say get a book deal via writing like a 13 year old excited about ninjas spoiler alert how do i know this because they wrote a fucking book Oh, Oh, wow. (laughs) Yes, there was a book that came out of this website. It is called... Let me pull up the actual title of the book because I could not believe it. It was Real Ultimate Power, the official ninja book. Of course, it says click the link above and your butt might just explode. This, of course, leads you to the Amazon page. Still can get it. Ten bucks for a paperback. Real Ultimate Power, the official ninja book released in 2004. The product description reads, Dear Stupid Idiots, (laughs) A lot of you have been saying I don't know anything about real ninjas, but that's a bunch of bull crap. You dummies don't know anything. And maybe you should get a life. I bet a lot of you have never even seen a girl naked. You idiots believe that ninjas had some code of honor. Yeah, right. If by code of honor you mean code to flip out and go nuts for absolutely no reason at all, even it means that people might think you are totally insane or sweet that you are right. Did, did Fragmaster write that? <laughs> it does. It feels like... What a, if so- I
0: told you that I had the real power of the ninja? <laughs> Through the power of Akito
1: explain who fragmaster is for Uh, those
0: fragmaster was a contributing writer and one-time head admin of something awful in the something awful forums and he kind of had like a reputation kind of like talking like chris tucker or a little bit like chris chan chris chan yes Mm. i think uh his most infamous line is from doom house i've baggies i've seen these before (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You didn't get out of here because yours is a doom house, and if you, you don't get out of this doom house, go you're gonna die. You go gonna, gonna be put in the grave. You are gonna be dead.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much uh, it. That's great. That's that's, right. that's, <laughs> that's that's the whole that's the whole movie. Uh, <laughs> doom house.
0: I, I, I you know what you know what I have the doom house DVD. Oh my god! I found it when moving, and I'm like I can't get rid of this. this no, such it's a, a weird, cultural artifact. Such a yeah. weird
1: piece yeah. of internet history. Uh, well, well, you know what maybe maybe for a, a, a Patreon episode we'll, we'll we'll put it on the projector here and for we'll all just, of our
0: patrons
1: we'll put it on the projector here and then we'll do a we'll do a riff tracks to it we'll watch we'll watch Doom uh, oh, yes. Doom House Doom House
0: <laughs> you know what I do have a soft spot for like the weird boisterous and like slightly aggressive internet speak of the early aughts where yeah. people are just like why are you calling me a bitch tit I don't know yeah. you. <laughs> I came to your website in good faith,
1: and now it sounds like you want to fight me. Those of you who aren't idiots or morons. Yeah, just... He's got a very confrontational style. Uh, not not, not unlike... I mean, there, there was a bunch of stuff like this. You know, even like misanthropic bitch, which we covered in a previous episode. Yeah. She was always very confrontational and hostile. But this... Again, this is a character that Robert right. Hamburger... So, of course, 13-year-old boys are also very aggro. That's just kind yeah, of their no, default setting. It yeah,
0: fits. Before we go too further from this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, no, 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 go back to the page. Oh, just yeah. scroll, scroll up. Okay. Notice there's a second
1: book. There is.
0: it's called Ghosts Slash Aliens. I was getting to that. That's the a whole. second episode of the Hamburger Trilogy.
1: Yes. After the success, big quotes, of Real Ultimate Power, Robert Hamburger went on to create another website uh-huh. called Ghosts aliens.net. All of his websites by the way are .net. So it's realultimatepower.net. It is still up. That's why I was Yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's why I was saying to uh, to Brian. This is one of those rare pieces of of internet culture that's actually still around. You can still visit it. You don't have to go to the archive.org site and do the wayback machine. You can actually cuz you know we talked about the spark just recently. I had to go digging through wayback machine stuff for that. This everything on here except for a few images that are hosted somewhere that doesn't that's no longer accessible everything on here is on here this this is real so whoever created it is still paying for hosting <laughs> 20 20 years later yes bless them absolutely 20 years later we still have this really janky looking html page that somebody built clearly by hand and it's all it's 2000s glory and yes uh, we'll, we'll get to that, too, because the, the bit on the Robert Hamburger and the About the Author page on RealUltimatePower.net, and I'm quoting here. Robert Hamburger has a black belt in Street Fighter 2 yeah. and a second-degree black belt in Mortal Kombat 1 through 3. He can kick or punch the wall without feeling pain. He has studied ninjas for several weeks and has watched a bunch of movies about them. Robert lives with a bunch of hot babes and porks them whenever he wants.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Yes! Oh. (laughs) Oh, oh, Jason? Yeah? I want to be Robert Robert Hamburg. How do I become a ninja with hot babes?
1: You have to add him as as your buddy, and then he you can have a pizza party. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so God. yes, you can. Uh, I believe you may still be able to send uh, them a email realultimatepower at hotmail dot com.
0: <laughs> uh, Amazing! I not, uh, what, what a find!
1: Uh, yes, uh, there is a Facebook page uh, facebook dot com slash robert hamburger. I don't know if this is still live. Let's see. Yes. Oh <laughs> wow! This is great. <laughs> and there is a gentleman in a ninja outfit uh, with blue blockers on a bunch of dogs. Lightning! Oh, it's great. Uh, when was the last time it was updated? Two thousand fourteen. Oh, so wow. Yeah, so he was really relatively. It going. Yeah. Well, Robert, good for them. Yeah. There is a mailing There's list. There's a Twitter page. Oh, is there? Oh, yes, there is. Uh, at Robert Hamburger. Let's see. Oh. My interests are ninjas, ghosts, aliens, blowing chunks, grandmas, and grandpas, and hot babes. It's <laughs> a very
0: 2012 2013 kind of weirdo Twitter bio. Yep, um, I'm 14. I'm crazy, and I love makeup.
1: <laughs> I'm Katie, and it's the spork of doom. Ooh. Oh
0: god, the fucking sporks.
1: Uh, so yeah, that 2014 I think is when they start posting. Yeah, bone zone three, the final boning. All right. Well, I guess that's <laughs> put this to bed. Yep. I this has run its course. Um, so yes, uh, real ultimate power vid on YouTube. Uh, also had a, a delirious number of videos about getting your dogs pumped. <laughs> Okay. Oh, so the videos wow. are on this uh are on this uh, Tim and Eric level of hyperactive uh, 13-year-old uh, madness. Wow. That was that was most certainly an experience. It was. And <laughs> I'm going to have to just drop that all, all over the top there cuz
0: <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs>
1: Apparently it, it was an extension of the uh, real, real ultimate, ultimate power verse yeah.
0: the real ultimate like
1: mythology uh, apparently he's got a whole uh, whole thing about a michigan tough there's a whole uh, another upper midwest <laughs> reference there uh, let's see here real ultimate power did have an entire page about committing seppuku oh uh, seppuku is the ancient art of killing yourself if you get super pissed and can't find anyone else to kill. Ninjas use all sorts of crap to kill themselves. Guns, ropes, knives, lasers, spears, etc. And don't even think twice about it. These guys would kill themselves for just about any reason and for no, and often for no reason at all. That's why there are so few ninjas today. And then it gives you a step-by-step guide as to how to commit seppuku. Mm-hmm. One. Get a frisbee from the store or a friend. Two, clean the frisbee. All right. Three, make sure your parents aren't around. Definitely good on that one. Four, put something slippery on it like butter or cream. Five, get really super pissed. Step six, fold the frisbee hard. This is crucial. Step seven, keep folded and insert frisbee into mouth. Step eight, push hard until you can't see it. Step nine, wait. Step 10, die (laughs) and there are Uh, accompanying photos uh, of a young kid attempting this this
0: uh, lubricating (laughs) a frisbee
1: and then swallowing it and then at the bottom of the page if you succeed everyone will be like holy crap (laughs) (laughs) this this whole page the question that keeps bugging me is like is this is this someone who is 13 really doing a bit about how cool ninjas are or is it in my cynical brain someone who was older and just like oh this would be cool if i wrote a page pretending i was 13 doing all this ninja stuff it feels like a farce it feels like a put-on command. i think
0: it was someone that maybe they weren't 13 but maybe they were under 20 yeah i think it was probably someone older than they said i won't i won't think it was like someone who was like necessarily like a young adult i don't think like it was like college kid in their 20s but definitely feels like someone who's like 17 or 18 and, and is just aware of yeah. things or self-aware enough to understand like there's between them and like say like their little brother or like their neighbor's kid or something like that somebody
1: who had maybe a, a little brother or a neighbor's kid that they could model this off of perhaps yeah or maybe yeah.
0: they could they just had some you know, awareness or self-awareness, I think, is they
1: could tap into that self, yeah. that old self. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: I want to be a ninja. <laughs> I want to be the best ninja. <laughs> I want to kiss all the girls. Yep. God, that that I didn't realize how close that does get to
1: Chris <laughs> Chan. Real ultimate power had a lot of staying power because it it stuck around for a long. Well, obviously, yeah. it's still online, but like it stuck around for a while. I mean, there there were. Entire pages devoted to ninja sightings, which was user submitted photos of users in ninja costume. A lot uh, of these are broken, a lot of these are broken, some are just uh, proto memes, some of them are people in Halloween costumes with inflatable air guitars, you know some of them are somebody took a picture on a on a trip to Japan and you know and posted it to the site, or like here's a bunch of kids with the masks on their faces and it says they're ninjas.
0: Melon Cat for some Melon reason. Cat.
1: Yeah. I'd, Why uh, not? Sure. There's another infamous Catterday photo with the cat looking like it's doing a karate flip, a karate kick. There a, a doctored photo of the Dewey defeats Truman where it says Ninja defeats Truman. A lot of gooberness around this site, you know. They had whole things where you could buy t-shirts, you, you could do look through the list of ninja movies.
0: I appreciate that.
1: Uh, this is make your own ninja movie with a ninja flipping out hard. Upload the movie online. Again, pre-YouTube. So this was hosted all here. Oh,
0: oh, I didn't realize this was, like, user f- submit. I thought this was just, like, a Rolodex of, oh, like, no, movies with sadly. ninjas in them, which sadly I was no. like, you know what?
1: No, the actually, the uh, one of the sites I may want to cover in a future show, actually, uh, the Bad Movie Archive has yeah. had a lot of those. Like They had them sorted by, like, is it a horror movie? Is it a ninja movie? Is it a... So
0: I'm going to... I'm going to tell you something here. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something here, Jason. <laughs> One of my favorite... Let me tell you something here, brother. I man. was that Steven Seagal? <laughs> were you doing? You, I mean, I, have, I started, am what? singing. <laughs> let me tell you something, bro. I'm scratching my neck. Let me All tell right. you something here, brother, man. <laughs> One of my favorite bad movies is American Ninja 2. American
1: Ninja 2. With Michael I'm, Dudikoff. Great. Oh, Dudikoff is so good. He's. It's such an absurd movie. No, I mean any of the American ninjas are, but American Ninja Two, in particular, American Ninja is 2 just... in
0: particular just has the right amount of cheese and the right amount of competency and people I think trying earnestly to make something good but missing something and whiffing like so completely, so yeah. hard. But like, oh, but
1: like the whiffing itself is art. That like they, oh miss, yeah, no, like... no. You and I have talked about I think off mic about Mystery Science Theater and how like you know even a bad movie has value <laughs> and yeah like that there's there's something there and that there was an effort made because like there was one one of my favorite mystery science theaters it was ninja master or master ninja i can't remember which one it was yeah lee van cleef was in that he's the old he's the old uh ninja master that oh, teaches wow. the young guy fucking lee van cleef really you're gonna buy that he's a ninja but you do for like an hour and a half. It's <laughs> it's cheesy. It's kind of, you know, it feels long, even though it's only, you know, a little over 90 minutes. But you buy it, because it's Lee Van yeah. He's a good actor, you know? So yeah. Well, in the um,
0: <clears throat> short-lived Netflix reboot, uh, there's the two movies with David Carradine. Or just one of them has David Carradine. I think it's just the one, yeah. Has David Carradine in, it's just like what the fuck it is such a fucking fever dream both of them yeah but the second one in particular with David Carradine is so absurd
1: and uh because uh, you're used to seeing you know in a, in a mystery science theater episode you're used to seeing like Robert zadar the guy with the big jaw or you're like you're used to seeing yeah. some real some real turds but like yeah the 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 more recent stuff is definitely. A Mac and Me. And and,
0: I think we have to put here, right here, this is a pro Felicia Day (laughs) podcast.
1: Yes. Yes. Even though we talked about Supernatural with the the Ed Zitron episode, I tire of her on guest spots on certain shows. Her performance as Kinga Forrester, top notch. To a fire point, I think... Her
0: performance as Veronica Santiago, Santiago in Fallout New Vegas, is yes one of the many high points of that game. And yes. it's funny to think that there are so many people who gave am- amazing performances f- for that, and that she would be the standout in any other game. But it's like, wow, like there's a whole entire cavalcade of people that put their whole ass into it. Well, in that case, I take it back. You look pretty good, given the circumstances. Well, welcome then. I'm Veronica. I live in a hole in the ground.
1: Oh yeah, because there was the guy who then a couple of years later did Battlestar. He was Captain Ty, or he was uh, Admiral Ty on, on on Battlestar. He was he's the yes. doctor you meet in, in the first the first person you talk to in, in New Vegas. The uh, the Easy Pete? No, no,
0: no. I jeez, I haven't played New Vegas. Anyway, in it's while. the doctor's
1: first guy you meet. Okay. Yeah. So. I didn't know that. Yeah, how about um, that? There's a lot of great character actors in those God, games. New Vegas and is
0: such a. Is, New Vegas is such a great
1: game. Oh, absolutely!
0: I, I need to replay it. It's been about ten years.
1: So, real ultimate power went beyond just this site. Of course, they link to their friends Tucker Max and Maddox. Yeah, oh. I uh, hope they serve Baron Held. Uh, Maddox's alphabet of manliness. Uh. But. You
0: know, you know, what was funny huh. when you showed me this web page and we're, we first started talking about it. I was like, God, I hate Maddox.
1: Yeah, yeah. And we were just it, like, his site really doesn't look that much different from this and it's still up. So,
0: Yeah, I think it's just like finding out what kind of person Maddox was
1: there is that yeah for sure
0: there's something to be said about remaining at least semi-anonymous on the internet <laughs> no one gets to know if you're a piece of shit or not
1: yeah for sure like well, oh, shit 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 uh allegedly allegedly Minecraft, allegedly yeah but but like robert hamburger he could you know he could have a collection of little shoes and maybe just not know you know
0: weird porcelain dolls all facing <laughs> the, all facing facing outward away outward from the center of the room
1: uh, so november 2008 robert hamburger created Ghosts Slash Aliens, which was GhostsAliens.net. That site, no longer on the website, can't be reached. 2007, in the news section of Real Ultimate Power, Mm -hmm. check out my cousin, Trey Hamburger's website, (laughs) BoneAge.net.
0: Trey Hamburger.
1: It's all about the different ages of consent around the United States. Oh. (laughs) Yep. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah buddy. Uh, the boneage.net, of course, no longer around because creepy and weird, but of course our friends, at the Wayback machine, have our back on the this way one
0: Wayback machine, partially funded by guys who definitely are concerned about this. Information. yep
1: very concerned. uh boneage.net, uh, the header there, the old the United States and its laws of boning. there is of course, a broken image. Uh, yo, <laughs> yo, word up amigos. Here is where you can find out when you can bone somebody. Or, if you met a hot MILF, you can find out if she can bone you. I have provided for you a map of all the states and their ages of consent. If you like it, you can buy a shirt or poster to spread the news about boning.
0: <laughs> Amazing.
1: <laughs> Signed Trey slash Team Bone. Email us at can'tstopboning at (laughs) hotmail.com Can't stop boning at hotmail.com Can't
0: stop boning at hotmail. Truly.
1: Yeah. So yes, uh, Robert and Trey Hamburger, I believe they are the same person, uh, decided to branch out from ninjas and and ghosts and aliens and also make a site.
0: So they go from the real ultimate power of ninjas to Age of Consent. I wonder, Jason... (laughs) i wonder i wonder i wonder if they could be libertarians how
1: dare you utter the l word in this uh, in this in this sacred space come on (laughs) yes sir
0: the only thing that's really missing out on this trifecta of like weeaboo asian orientalism yeah and age of consent laws is legalizing a marijuana
1: Surprisingly uh, absent from any of these pages. Yeah, yeah it's kind of a uh, it's Gosh. kind of an oversight. If you're if you the Robert Hamburger I mean, there
0: also was the aliens and and
1: ghosts and aliens. Yep, yep. Which is libertarian ish. Yeah, I guess. Yeah.
0: What well, What's the age of consent on Planet
1: X? <laughs> New Bureau what? has no such need for such. A... So, uh, Robert Hamburger, question: uh, I have no uh, no answers to. Just a just a weirdo. Just a hoot.
0: I've been getting like kind of slap happy at yeah. work, fucking exhausting. Uh, and like three o'clock hits, and I'm just fucking. My brain is just a fucking toilet bowl full yeah. of like checks mix. And <laughs> that's a that's you know, an image. you know this is it's this time of year where like our vendors are sending us like bits of candy and stuff like that. yeah. So you've
1: fucking, got a, a a smorgasbord.
0: Oh yeah, no, it's fucking great. I had like this box from a company that makes fucking bearings that was really weird and I'm like this isn't like 70 pounds Popping it open I'm like oh it's a thing of popcorn and one of my coworkers is is standing next to me again I'm tired I'm just like fucking losing my mind look at this honky ass bullshit (laughs) (laughs) look at these these, you know look at this fucking look at this cracker ass bullshit right here he's just like looking at me like I'm gonna go to the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) he's like I have no idea what you're doing I'm I'm so fucking tired yeah
1: You get, you get to a certain point, and that just happens. Like I had that happen a couple days ago. I was, I'm, I'm, like I said, I work, I work from home, so like I'm wandering around the house, going like sucking in fucking on a Tuesday night. Like just, just fucking no. on Tuesday
0: night. <laughs> hey, Ma, <it's laughs> all right. I'm sucking fucking on Tuesday night. Pretty
1: much, yeah. Just, I'm just wandering on that, and then every once in a while, like my wife will have come home, and from in the middle of the day, as you know that happens. Uh, She's private practice. She makes her own hours. So every once in a while, she'll have like a little break and she'll just like come home and do some sanding or, you know, do some random project. And so, stretch out. So now, so now I have to like look around the corner before I start like wandering into the house and singing the most foul shit you'd ever imagine. I've been smell
0: my finger all day long all day long all day long i've been smelling my finger all day long
1: pretty much or what oh, was god it? i was doing a vinny in the Stardusters bit the other day it was like i saw mommy fisting santa claus oh, <laughs> so,
0: so friend of the podcast danny and previous yeah guest, yeah yeah now we were over at his house um saturday night because Friday night, we usually hang out with that group of friends Friday night. But mm-hmm. me and uh, D had gone out and seen a concert, which we'll talk to about in a bit, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Danny's father gave him a very nice custom shop Martin guitar. Ooh. And uh, it plays like butter and play it more than Danny. And <laughs> I was just like, you know what? I feel like playing guitar. D hadn't showed up yet. So we're all kind of sitting there. It's a couple of us. And I'm just sitting there just playing like real basic chord changes, you know. CDA, you know, stuff that sounds nice, major yeah, chord yeah. stuff. And I'm just like, what if I went to family court <laughs> and showed them who's the boss? <laughs> you know, and just like, I printed this gun off the internet. <laughs> no. And, you know, just, just terrible, terrible, miserable bull. And, but the, like, Maybe, maybe I will bring a guitar on here sometime. To, okay. Like, but like, you know, and D shows up and I'm telling her, do you think your Saturday night would be like, a, you know, just me sitting around with it the guitar going and being like, I want to poop in the pussy. <laughs> I want to <laughs> shit in your cunt. Yikes. You know, just like all this, you know, like, just yeah. like, because I can only do certain things sarcastically. Yeah, yeah. So I can't play guitar and sing at the same time to us like a song i love like a, okay ajj song that i love i yeah. can't do it but i can sit there and be like i want to get hit by a bus <laughs> i want to traumatize a bunch of children i want to get hit by a bus and i want the casket to be open <laughs> you know like i can do that all fucking <laughs> day but i can't sit there and like, sounds
1: like a lost mountain goat single yeah <laughs>
0: I was waiting on the bus. <laughs> or, yeah, a fucking Sea America. Yeah,
1: yeah, see America.
0: Right. Yeah. I was heading out from Tampa. But I can't dance sincerely. Yeah, really. Like, but if I'm like oh, making, above, if I'm dancing, like, like, I'm dancing on purpose, like a jackass. Yeah, I dance flawlessly. But if I was like trying to like show a woman, right, that I can fuck. No, mm. no. That's a shame. It's a shame. It is a shame because it, I can't fuck. <laughs> is, is, this we is know I did, I did not come back from a war unable to, to shake my hips in the right way i lost my ability to fucking baghdad yeah, yeah. i took no. an, I, I took an ied <laughs> to the, to uh, the i Johnson. came back i came back to biloxi unable to nut and suck <laughs> damn you george bush you took away my ability to fuck This guy in the wheelchair, you can walk, right? but like, I can't move my (laughs)
2: hips.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You ain't got no swag, Lieutenant Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Lieutenant Dan, you you ain't got no swag. This is a guy, this is a
1: guy wearing like fake (laughs) baits.
0: Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no swag.
1: Fuck. Speaking of fucking and sucking and it being the holidays, that's right folks, it's time for shock.jpg. Now the moment you've all been waiting for. shock.jpg. So uh, this one is called Merry Holidays, Brian. Uh, we are in December, so it is of course holiday season. Oh, it's yes, yes. time. It's time for all the holiday themed nonsense to happen on the show, and this segment is no exception. Courtesy of our friends once again at the Screamer Wiki. We pretty much owe the shock.jpg s- uh, segment to the folks at the Screamer Wiki. So, Yeah, big they pretty much it. own our asses. Uh, yeah, at this point, no one's going to save your soul now because we have already started. So, Merry Holidays is a shock video. It used to be on shocksitelist.com. You remember that one? Vaguely, vaguely, vaguely. It hosted a bunch of some of the old ones. Uh, some of the ones we've talked about here before. Uh, but the long and short of it is that a gentleman performing a number of uh, sexual activities while talking uh, to the camera, including spanking his own rear with a paddle, lighting a firecracker and inserting a banana in his rear and then eating it, pulling a rainbow lollipop out of his butt, doing an enema, making out on a blow-up doll and penetrating both a raw turkey and a pumpkin. So Merry Holidays, he covers all of them, you see. I see.
0: <laughs> you know what, Jason? Can we watch this?
1: No. Oh, of course not. Alright, well oh, oh. oh, wait a minute. Nope. Eh? Oh, nope. Oh. Every time I click the thing it goes Okay. It shows me the preview, which is um which is which is bad enough. Ah, that's why. It's a flash file. Flash, of course, no longer supported in any modern browser, so I don't even have images from this to pull, so
0: Wow, I guess we'll just have to use our imagination. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, hey, won't we there, Jason? Won't we just have to use our imagination?
1: Yes, there, Mr. Rogers, we certainly will. Um, Uh, (laughs) Well, imagine there's
0: special children. If a man, uh, maybe (laughs) like your friendly neighbor or your mailman, or maybe even the policeman down the street. Probably the policeman down the street. Took a banana. (laughs) Yep. And not one from the land of uh, make-believe. Nope, a real one.
1: A real one.
0: Inserted it.
1: In his, heiny hole, mm-hmm. lit a firecracker. Put the firecracker in that banana. Did he really? Yeah, uh, it's a yeah. Uh, oh a fire... wow!
0: I thought it was like two things where it was like he was like getting himself ready for the situation.
1: No, no. Uh, a lighting a, light. Oh wait, no. It says lighting a fire. Well, see, this is the thing. I have not seen this video since it first was on the web, and I I cannot tell you which happens in what order. So, either the person is lighting a firecracker. Sticking a banana up his butt and then eating the banana without having the firecracker interact with the banana in any way? Couldn't tell you. Don't know. Don't know for sure. sure. If anyone out there has seen Merry Holidays, com slash merryholidays or fuckingxmas.com, please give us a shout. Minutes of dogs barking at gmail.com or our phone number, 314-246-9766. Let us know because you're right. The wording, a little baffling. It's a little unclear.
0: It's confusing, you know. <laughs> um, I, I would like to know specifically what the what the order of operations are with uh, banana to firecracker to consumption.
1: Right, pulling a rainbow lollipop out of his butt, doing an enema. Make? I'm sure
0: it's like one of those like uh, phallic looking swirly ones you can get like.
1: Oh in yeah, i sure the the, the big it's like a it's like a unicorn horn yeah. and it twirls up. A... God, those were amazing. Just yeah. Oh, they're great. No, I I got one at uh, Universal Studios. You're yeah. talking about Florida, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Talking about... I mean, I think I got something like that every single time I went to visit my aunt in uh, Florida when I was a little kid, and I'm sure it didn't look perverted at all the way I was fucking Right, no. On just that blah, 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 blah. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> 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 just, yeah, just in the
0: back seat of yeah. my mom's rental car tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, oh, God, oh, God.
1: Doing the Aurora snow so, noise.
0: So, <laughs> a previous job of mine, they were telling me that during the pandemic, there was a young woman who worked there. And this is mm. when everyone's wearing masks all the time.
1: Right. She had,
0: you could tell she had a really pretty face. Right. And then when people started not wearing the masks so often, she stopped wearing her mask. Mm. And it turned out that, yes, she was a very, you know, conventionally very attractive young woman. woman yeah. But she had a very sharp chin. Mm. And which um, elicited one of the other folks there to say that... Getting a blowjob from her would be like this, and he was putting his face forward as he was like choking down a cock. And every single time he would get down, it would appear like the end of the shaft would go, "Ow, ow, no. ow," and you uh, no. just can't say that word. No. But uh, you know what? It's gonna stick with me probably for like, the rest of my ow, life. Just, ow, just ow, like, ow. You know, every single time I see someone with a sharp chin, I'm like, I know it's like getting the, my dick sucked by them. And it's just going like, <coughs> <"What>? "Ow." <laughs> Just, just insane. terrible. Yeah. It's like the whole entire reason why, like, I need two ice cubes in a glass <laughs> if I'm like drinking like a so uh, pouring so into a glass. Because of an episode of Daria. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also, you know, like, you can't stand the word "moist" because someone said it to you. I once don't mind one, but... the word "moist." No, I don't either. I don't yeah, understand. I don't know what's it. up with it. that. I
0: think some people just are weird.
1: Speaking of some people are weird. No, I, that, that, there's there's no segue. Anyway, it's uh, it's time for the Breath Mint, one of my favorite segments of the show because yeah. we get to talk about movies and and music and stuff that we're interested in. I'm going to throw it to you first because you 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 have something big that you wanted to talk about. You uh, want to yes. see a show? Um,
0: I have information that will lead to Hillary. No, Clinton. no, 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 no! no. <laughs> 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 don't, don't, Seth, rich me. Yeah. So Friday night, went out and saw myself a little bit of local live music. Mm. I didn't go down to the VFW hall there, oh, folks. Sir. I went somewhere a little bit uh, high step. I uh, went down to Yield Delmar Hall in the Del Mar Loop and uh. saw a. Probably one of the best lineups of local music I have witnessed probably since like 2017 or 2018. It was a four-band bill. Four-band bill, front to back, whipped ass. We had uh, Shimmer Knives, who used to go by the name The Parisian, who was then, before that, part of a uh, mashup duo, I guess you could call them, called Safety Words. They were most, I think, well-known for doing... A record that was ghost face over like 8 bit samples yeah, and stuff. Yeah, okay, um, uh, okay, I did. want a copy of that at their uh C release show because I could correctly guess the uh pause music, the Battle Toads. because <laughs> um, I loved playing Battle Toads as a kid, and that game is uh, fucking it's, ruined it's a, me. It's a, yeah. But Shinra Nai is just real like hard uh synth wave EDM. Oh, Shinra's a Final Fantasy 7 reference, isn't it? I, I would imagine so, yes. Yeah. Um, he seems like that kind of fellow, but he had like this crazy generative AI art video screen. Yeah. I
1: saw the video. I, I, if, I don't know if you, it's public, but there, there, there was some video posted from that night and there's some really it's on crazy my Twitter account. Okay.
0: I shot GD It's on there uh, between all of my limitations of being no longer cool and stuff like that. But I thought that was really neat. Uh, I I think AI art is the fucking devil but i think applications like that are very interesting i don't want to say about the intellectual property rights or or anything like that but like the application i thought was right. cool so that was a great set and then it was i think probably the favorite yes. band local band of the podcast yes the, the mall. mall god they were fucking good i was a little worried because i didn't think the crowd would get into like a guy that was basically like the dark synth <laughs> version of harmar superstar <laughs> but about two or three songs into their set like people were fucking moving and, and vibing, dancing yeah. and i was like oh this is great this is so awesome just a great set and then thorax which is like a super group a local super group of members of the gorge which is probably one of the most well-known heavy acts from here over the last like 10 or so years a
1: couple guys from blackfast right i think one
0: or two dudes from blackfast maybe from blackfast
1: was it blackfast or fister i can't remember
0: i can't remember either one of the metal bands one of the local metal bands and then like it's one or two dudes from god what was that band that had their local band that had their career ruined by getting reviewed by pitchfork <laughs> um, living So Kinks? many Dimos. No, so okay. No, Living Things. The Living Things will never get ruined. They have Bellman money. Or <laughs> Rothman money. Sorry. Yeah, fair. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, there's a reason why they have their name. They say their name is Berlin. Because so people wouldn't know they were from the richest furniture families in St. Louis. Anyways, and they have a music video where a guy fucks a Dodge Charger, which I felt was like a little too on the nose. Anyways, back to the show. So Thorax was great. It was like listening to the natural progression of all of the music from like all the am2 sega arcade games like this is really boisterous and catchy guitar harmonization and they all came out in matching white jumpsuits hell yeah Uh. And it was really wild seeing like Phil Ring, who is a big burly dude, fucking just gooning it while soloing, (laughs) uh, just having a fucking blast. Uh, He's, you know, uh, he's not like a dour person or anything, but he cuts an image of like a guy that you you wouldn't expect to be in a white jumpsuit, soloing on a Telecaster style guitar and like eat this fucking grinning ear to ear while doing it. Not necessarily that kind of guy you associate with that imagery fucking amazing set yeah yeah and then you know probably the most well-known band to come from st louis until 100 gex hit the scene foxing
1: foxing oh
0: love who um i photographed uh one of their cover stories for 11 magazine 2014 i think i did some stuff with them for undercover weekend when that was still a thing here they were great at that point, though, I was a tired old man. <laughs> I got about 30 or 40 minutes into their set, and me and D were kind of like, yeah, I think we're... You know, not that we didn't want
1: to stay. I'm just like, I'm fucking tired. Yeah. And no, like, I mean, you you I, sat through four bands. Four
0: bands after working like an eight-hour shift that was a long eight-hour shift. You know, I'm not a spring chick anymore. I'm not in my <laughs> right. 20s, but like... It was cool, like, running some people I hadn't seen, and, like, uh, D, she liked everything. I was, like, kind of a little worried, but, like, because, you know, like, we're wearing masks, and it's kind of hard to judge people, you know, if you're just going by the eyes sometimes. Yeah. She's like, no, that was fucking amazing. I want to tell all my friends that St. Louis isn't fucking stupid. I'm like, yeah, cool. <laughs> the thing that cracked me up, though, she's, like, just beaming the whole entire time we're driving back to my place, and then we're, like, waiting for the light to change at Forest Park Parkway. And she's like, yeah, but I can understand why you hate here, though. And I'm like... <laughs> Good girl. That's a
1: keeper. Yeah. That's, that's a for keeper. Sure. Yeah. But uh, good stuff. I, yeah. I tried
0: getting a photo pass for it. You know, I'm usually pretty good when I like tell people, like, hey, like I photographed the band, you know, like email like agents or PR yeah, people or, you know, whatever. I got like a weird answer, that which was like, oh, they're not giving out any press passes. They need all of their guest lists since it's a hometown show. And I'm like, okay. It was yeah. so fucking weird because I've, like, worked shows. I've been a part of a venue. Yeah. I've been doing this shit for entirely too long. And that is the weirdest response. Because I would have just been like, oh, no, we don't have any more photo passes. It's like, right. Fair. Yeah. I'll take that. But it was, like, this weird thing where I really want the the North County in me, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. really wanted to return with, did I ask for a fucking spot on the guest list? Right. And I saw someone with a camera and, like, whatever. And I'm like, well, I hope they got great photos. Because I know back when I shot all the fucking time, if I was told you're the only person having a photo pass, or you're the only person we gave a photo pass to tonight, yeah, I'd fucking shoot yeah. my ass off. Yeah,
1: you got to bring it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, like, I think I was the only person to photograph a uh, glitch mob one time. And that was a really cool experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I kind of waited a couple of days. I'm like, all right. I wonder who. I, I bet it was probably Saint Louis magazine because I don't think the Post Dispatch would say anything out here. And I'm really sorry to say... Oh, God. I'm going to sound like a major asshole here, but like the one of the meanest things I can say to someone else as a music photographer who shot everything from nasty DIY shit to fucking big stage spectacles like
1: Lollapalooza,
0: if it doesn't look like that you photographed the same concert I was at, What's going on there? Yeah, like,
1: maybe maybe something's up. Yeah. Long story short is that that you, you were not impressed.
0: I was not impressed, and it was interesting talking to people that were also there, being like, "It's a shame you didn't take foes because I would if I would have bought one from you." And I'm like,
1: hmm. I could have sold some prints. I I made, I right. could have made <laughs> some. Cheddar. Put some, could have put some uh, money on the table. But there. like, yeah. I never,
0: I never half-ass when I get to shoot. So no. um, that's that's only the bummer of it. Like I did. You know, not to to put the cap on me sounding very bitter here. Like, (laughs) when I got told that I didn't get the photo pass, I was actually relieved. I was like, oh, I can just go and enjoy the show. Yeah, I can enjoy the show. (laughs) I don't have to fucking, like, work and think. But, like, you know, the part of me, because, like, i done everything I ever wanted to do with a camera and live music, except make a fucking career out of it. Right. So, when I do get accepted for, like, I I got offered something this week. And, uh, I mean, it's not until february and i might do it i don't know we'll see why i still do shoot it's just kind of like a little bit of a victory lap yeah you know? not to go on and on here yeah but so it's just like you know whatever i like to i like to stay sharp i like to stay agile i like to have fun well, just keep
1: know. working really i think that's what it is yeah, yeah
0: i had gotten actually kind of in the dumps over the last couple of years i didn't have my eye anymore i, I, mm. I it just didn't yeah. feel supernatural and so I do want to get back there where everything feels like second nature. I don't have to like double think uh, about camera settings or anything. I just can fucking, I know it needs to be done and I can do it with uh, a moment's hesitation. Uh, but I mean, I think that's anyone can talk about artistry and yeah, and getting efficiency. back on the horse really get back on the it. horse, suck on that horse's dick and <laughs> get a little bit of horse nut on me,
1: you know, not Mr. Hand style, but yeah, not you're...
0: Mr. Hands. No, I don't want, I don't want to sit there with my camera and just go,
1: uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jesus, God. We uh, talked. Didn't we do that? We do yeah, that we did okay.
0: mess hands. And that's the only thing I really remember is the come town telling of it, which is, you know, the horse, like, just, you could tell the horses penetrate his internal organs because he just goes, oh. <laughs> uh, and I don't know if that's true or not because I do not ever want to watch that. Yeah. But, anyways, no. so, great show. <laughs> um, it was kind of funny telling D, too. Like, what's fucking crazy is that shows like that happen, like, couple times a month in St. Louis. Like, yeah. a, like 10 yeah, years yeah. ago, you, there were shows like that happening almost every week. And now it's like, that is probably the best local show of the year. Yeah, I would have yeah. to say. Like, I mean, maybe there's some shit that happened. Smaller venues that, in a certain way that could go for it. but
1: Maybe, I, but lineup alone. I mean, the mall, Foxing, uh, Thorax, and then I, I've not Schindler heard Knives. much of Shinra Knives. It,
0: it, was, it fucks. Yeah? It, okay. I mean, everything that, that night fucked. Yeah um actually during the mall someone screamed and pointed at mark plant the vocalist uh this guy fucks and he's not wrong he's No, not we've wrong. seen him we've but, seen him yeah we but know. um but mark plant i think misheard a little bit and he said i think his response was you hear that that guy just said this music fucks and i'm like are th- you know what th- <laughs> this crowd fucks or something like that i'm like you know what Take the interpretation it. of that's going <laughs> to be technically correct, even if that wasn't what the, was put out there. It was sold out, which is crazy. I can't. Yeah. I I come from a time I come from a time I'm an old man. I come from a time when four local bands could reliably sell out Mississippi nights on sure. any Saturday night. Yeah. So that was like in and, and I feel like um Delmar Hall is kind of like this reiteration of Mississippi Nights. Yes, the
1: size of the room and definitely the the, the ethos. Things
0: to change from live music. Something I revisited I had not watched since I first seen it in theaters at the Tivoli many years ago was the amazing '90s Japanese animated film, Perfect Blue.
1: Oh, we talked about Satoshi Kon uh, uh, previously, and we talked about Evangelion last episode. Yes, Satoshi Kon's Perfect Blue. What a phenomenal film! Rest in peace, Satoshi. Konboy. Oh my gosh, I can't. Yeah, I,
0: I, yeah, I forgot that he had passed. And, yeah, you know, I think that's the only work of his I've seen. I want to watch oh, and
1: Godfathers wow. of Tokyo and Millennium Actress. I would highly, if nothing else, if you if you skip sure. the rest of his of his ouvre in the to use the French there, uh, his body of work, definitely Millennium Actress because it is a love letter to film itself.
0: First time I saw Perfect Blue it was just on the recommendation of a friend that was a midnight screen at the Tivoli rest in peace. And mm. I just knew it was really good. And so I didn't know anything about it. It blew my fucking mind and D hadn't seen it yet. Oh, so, uh, me and her, I think we both had like a long day, like something like, we're just like fucking these to you get the vibes, right? I was like, so she's like, well, let's get like Taco Bell. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, Taco Bell from around the Taco Bell here. Is pretty bad. And she's like, it can't be that bad. We went to that Taco Bell. It was, it was pretty that bad. bad. yeah. The Taco Bell on...
1: Yeah, we're naming and shaming here. Yeah, yeah
0: naming and shaming. Well, bleep it out because I want people like zoning <laughs> in on me you know, in case they want to fucking wear my face as a mask. Because there are some people out there in the area that think that I fucking killed the Lindbergh baby or something. Yeah, yeah. But uh, bleep that out. Yeah. I told her it's bad. Every time I've been there, it's been bad. And it's actually a thing that makes me want to move. <laughs> I think when I think about all the reasons I should stay in my current, because my lease is coming up in a couple months, uh, all the reasons I should stay in that apartment, you know, hey, you know, I can get cheaper, but I can't get better. You know, all these things. I can't get cheaper, but I can't. Fucking Justin Faith. you yeah. can't get cheaper. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but maybe maybe you know you can't get better, you know bad food is bad. No, yeah. well everything else but it's like fast food is bad. Fast like the food, ch- yeah. the the Kidoba is bad. Yeah. The Jimmy John's is okay, but like yeah. I don't want to eat Jimmy John's. That was a struggle struggle meal. Um Yeah, yeah. But like the Taco Bell is like, you know, I'm going to Taco Bell for a certain reason. If you can't fulfill that reason, Yeah. But so we go to Taco Bell get bad food. Perfect Blue, she didn't know anything and she doesn't even like anime. I was like, you know what? I think you will like this. So we got the food. Yeah. And I hate to say it, but fucking Cole's Cash like, ruined every climatic moment of it. No. Because it was just all of a sudden it would be like fucking Atlantis Morissette. like something really pivotal happening. Like Atlantis Morissette or Bill Bev Deboe blasting. And it's like, you know, the thing about Perfect Blue is that it's not like a lot of anime that was being made at the time. Even no. very serious yeah. anime. Because it feels... You feel like you're. There's this very interesting sense of world building Mm -hmm. that goes on. It's very subtle. It's very subtle. You feel very engrossed very quickly. It's it's masterfully done. I don't even. I can't think of too many like traditional movies that have worked as well as far as getting you into the world,
1: into its rules, into its little bits of mythology, its pathos. Well, the only only one that I can think of is the one that's actually directly inspired by it was Darren Aronofsky when he did Black Swan.
0: I, w- but, I you know I think *Requiem for a Dream* is more of a ripoff.
1: Yes and no. There's actually a few scenes that with Jennifer Connelly in the bathtub. That that yeah. scene is specifically from *Perfect Blue*. But no, I I think as far as like themes and like dealing with *Perfect Blue* is about a pop singer who decides she wants to be an actress, but then the reality of her world starts breaking down just as much as it is for ours. And so, as far as, like, themes of duality and themes of, like, what's real and what's not, I think Black Swan is, a, as far as Aronofsky's work, is much more one-to-one just for, like, the themes. Sure. But, yes, you're right. There are, there are shots and there are sequences in Requiem for a Dream that are pulled exactly from Perfect Blue. He knew exactly what he was doing. He actually consulted with Cohn on using the bathtub scene Oh, really yes because he's like okay is this cool you know like can i can i do this is this going to be a thing where like i owe you money Um, i don't remember what the whole conversation was but long and short of it was like yeah i I gotta make sure that this is all right because this is because it's clear that 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 perfect blue is is one of aronowski's influences so yeah you're 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 right specifically for the scene where Jennifer Connelly's in the bathtub and she screams and that's like...
0: Wrecking for a Dream is not a movie I can watch in my 30s.
1: I can't watch it again. I've seen it like three times and I think that's... I've hit my limit. It's the same with like Dancer in the Dark. Like, There's certain movies where like the emotional toll is just too strong.
0: I think the... I watched it once as a teenager. Yeah. Because suffering is new and interesting when you're a teenager. Yeah, yeah, Sure. I watched it once in my twenties and was like whatever. And I remember like recently, in recent memory, sometime in my thirties, it was like on Netflix or something. I was like, you know what? Let me see if I can give it a try. I think I got about ten or fifteen minutes after they they steal his mom's TV, TV. Yeah. and I'm like, you know what? I can't, yeah. I can't do this. Like, this is an amazing film, but I, I cannot No, I can't put myself through that. Well,
1: especially because you know where it's going and because you know, like there's, there's a weight to it that you have, like, you know that this pain is happening and you're like, I'm not going to put myself through that again. Like yeah. it's a, it's a powerful experience, but yeah, you are not to do it again. Yeah. Perfect blue. What a, what a film. Gosh. A film. Yeah.
0: I I really love, I wish you know, my weirdest nitpick about that movie is I wish that the mouth sinking was better.
1: Yeah, that is a. I think that was really an artifact of the time period, though. Sure. Nowadays, you can actually do a lot with you know animation and stuff to like yeah. fix that. Sometimes it it works in creating that sense of unreality. Yes, um, so I think
0: I, I think the medium helps. And all of its, you know, boils and all of its, you know, all of the good stuff, all the bad stuff about it.
1: And Cone is really a master of like using the medium to its limits. I
0: mean, just so many of those transitions in that movie about what's T, what's her as an actress, what's her as a person, what is a dream, what is reality, what is reality, but it's through the lens of TV. Yes. God, it fucks with you.
1: It's so great, and I think that's what makes. That and then his follow up, one of his follow up movies was Paprika, you mentioned. Yeah. Very, I mean, it's, it deals directly with dreams. Like the whole, the, the whole thing is like a Philip K. Dick novel where it's this therapist who has this dream machine that can dive into people's dreams and make them real. But then it mutates out from there. And then it, it, it like by the end of the movie, it's just, it's become this whole cataclysmic nonsense. Of, wow. It's all dream logic and it's really. There's like yes, okay, like even in the rebuild of Evangelion movies, there were there was maybe like one or two scenes where I'm like, "That's fucking Paprika. You watched Paprika? <laughs> um, <laughs> give it back. Give it. Yeah, I saw that." And a thing that I want to recommend for our breath pant for this week is the peripheral. Now I talked about this when the trailer came out. I said, "Okay, well I'm kind of cautiously optimistic," and. I got to say my my worries were assuaged after the first two episodes. I'm really enjoying it so far. Chloe Grace Moritz is proving herself once again to be a great actress. Uh, I never really had a doubt ever really since Kickass, but you know every sure. once in a while you'll see and you'll go, well, is she going to be the, is she going to be the right fit for this? She's the right fit for Flynn. Great choice. It's about I mean it's really strange cuz the Gibson novel hides a lot of this stuff from you but the show gives it to you right up front which is kind of odd strange choice but it's an adaptation of a Gibson novel
2: <clears throat>
1: it's about a young woman in 2032 who is poor she's living on you know the family's land in Bear Mountain you know she's scraping by trying to get her mom uh, the pills that she needs to live yeah. Her, her brother's a war vet. You know, he he went through this cyber war, so he's got all these implants and stuff. And he's he's got PTSD, plus his implants are fucking with him. So he's like this wounded vet. And so she's trying to make money for both of them. And so she agrees to this job, and this job turns out to be something way weirder and sinister than anything she's ever done before. And what she thinks is VR is actually a weird form of time travel. And it's, uh, it's, it's, I've pretty much given you as much as I can without giving too much away, but there's, there's some great stuff happening in that. I really love the cast. It's just, it looks great. It has that vibe of like early seasons of Westworld where it has mm. this kind of grand scope. One of the Nolan brothers was involved in this. Yeah, there's a visual element to it. It's it. There's some good music choices. There's just there's a lot of world building done strictly visually, which is a nice touch. Yeah, a lot of shows that are sci-fi don't necessarily do that. There's maybe three or four that I can think of. I'm thinking like The Expanse, something like that. Love, Death, and Robots. I mean, those are the only three that like come to uh, uh, Altered Carbon. Those are the only four maybe that 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 you can really see the care that was put into the world itself. So, highly recommend the peripheral. Um, and let's see here what else. Oh, um there was a book that I just picked up, Jonathan Scalzi. Now, I don't never really read a lot of his stuff, but apparently he's a big deal. Jonathan Scalzi wrote a book called The Kaiju Preservation Society. Now, I love Godzilla movies. I love Gamera, movie. it wrote whatever, whatever. You put a Kaiju movie in front of me, I'm going to yeah. watch it. So, this is a book about a secret group that is involved in every time a, a nuclear reactor has a problem or any time that there's any kind of radiation leak, a barrier between our universe and the Kaiju universe opens up. And so, this group has figured out how to create one and sustain it. So, they send all these scientists through to kind of catalog and preserve. Kaiju life on this other alternate universe, and it's fascinating and it's fun and it's goofy. And there's way too many jokes about Trump, but I'm gonna let it slide because you know what? <laughs> it was a cultural artifact, it's fine, it's whatever. But uh, did, did the kaiju have tiny no, hands? Is no, no. <laughs> the, the kaiju has very tight? Tini- we folks. don't like the kaiju <laughs> folks, but folks. Godzilla, he was a nasty, nasty man to me. No, no uh terrible oscar's party <laughs> his his party is no longer hot okay <laughs> no it's it's more like there's a whole bit in the in the book about like well, we're gonna bring over tourists well who are the tourists well you know presidents and all this and then it says something about their large adult sons i like okay Large adult sons can refer to like maybe two of three of the last pre- presidential you know kids. And I'm thinking Hunter. I'm thinking Eric. and I'm thinking Don Jr. Like those mm-hmm. large adult sons. But so I mean, there's it's a bit of of its time. I mean, there's some jokes about fucking YouTube in there. So maybe it might not stand the test of time as far as like oh, it's not a classic or whatever. But but it's a, it's an enjoyable read. It blows through real quick. It's it's super fun, and there's a lot of great bits about like oh yeah we have to make sure that the kaiju breeds so here you you're gonna go out there with some kaiju pheromones and and make sure they fuck (laughs) just (laughs) fantastic stuff so really really had a lot of fun there the oh the last thing was a, a a little horror movie a little plucky little horror movie called smile brian have you heard of smile i've heard of smile Smile was a good time. Smile was a good time at the movies. Um, it's essentially It Follows meets The Ring, which is Ooh. not bad. Yeah. Two two pretty decent examples of some modern horror stuff. Smile was definitely a movie that exists to... There, there's some jump scares, which is the part that I really don't care for in modern horror movies. And, and that that's a nitpick for another time. But like, eh, okay, you got to kind of let that be... But smile itself, you know, it's a. The idea is that there's a curse of some sort that you witnessing trauma then passes that on. And then you, in seven days, become the vehicle to pass that trauma on to someone else. Mm. So, uh, via suicide or whatever. And that's usually how it goes. Someone will start cracking that smile and then slit their throat in front of someone else. And then that creates this cycle of trauma. So it is interesting because it, it does address this whole, like you witnessed a thing and that created something in you that you're then going to visit on someone else. So conceptually I like it. Um, Yeah. There's a few things that kind of keep it from being a really perfect movie. And a lot of that has to do with tone there's an unnecessary death of a family pet that I don't care for, um, which this is the same problem I had with Drag Me to Hell. Oh, besides the fact that Drag Me to Hell wasn't a good movie. No, actually, I like Drag Me to Hell. You're gonna drag it me. Killed,
0: it killed that poor girl's career. I don't think that was. I don't think that was what did it. Oh. You think? I think no. so. Because 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 we don't remember her name, but the last thing I remember her
1: being <laughs> in was in Drag Me to Hell. Because she was great in Big Fish. I like Drag Me to Hell. I know a lot of people like Drag Me to Hell. It's a Sam I'm, Raimi yeah, horror movie. What do you... I, mean,
0: I don't know. It felt like a Kevin Smith version of a Sam Raimi. He
1: played all the hits. There's like... Okay, but that's a whole nother... Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. He like played a, all the a hits. Movie,
0: a movie that rented poorly when I worked at Blockbuster.
1: Let's... Like, let's not <laughs> I think a lot of that has to do with uh, anyway, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm not here to litigate. Drag me to hell. Long <laughs> the, <laughs> it's, it's not what I'm here off, for.
0: Off mic, you're going to be like motherfucker. motherfucker i yeah. this movie right now. <laughs> uh, put it on. No, uh, fight you. <laughs> no, I'm but, uh, greasing up and <laughs>
1: getting red, mad, and nude <laughs> online. Red yeah, and
0: nude. this is
1: terrible. Um, Gosh, we're both we're both are a Brian Shane bit. So so smile, enjoyable, um, kind of fun. Don't take it too seriously. It's not barbarian. Yeah. It's not it's not on that level. I saw um that bullet train just hit Netflix. Oh, so I think bullet we're gonna train. watch that this weekend. Highly recommended. Saw it Excellent. at the drive in. It was a hoot. It's a hoot. It's like if you put a guy Ritchie movie on a yeah. train. Oh,
0: it's ah, oh, I love it. Is there anti-Semitism? Just a touch. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> just a touch.
0: So it is like a guy rich. It really is, is yeah.
1: Uh, just a little bit more gory, actually. That's that's the only thing. Because like, we saw it at the drive-in, and it was Warrior Queen and that yeah, on the one screen. And the other screen was Don't Worry Darling and something else. Like, I can't remember. I, I, it was Don't Worry Darling and Smile, actually. So we saw Warrior Queen and Bullet Train. And I was really worried. Like, okay, we're gonna go see the second movie. The second movie's an R. My kids are thirteen. I don't know if they're gonna be ready. It's a. The only thing that the R is for is for violence. Like, it's just it's just a little gory. And they're
0: getting the violence with their fortnights and their right, yeah, their <laughs> duel blocks or.
1: So it's not all that bad. And what what really impressed me a, a, a lot about Bullet Train was was Brad Pitt. I love seeing him play the kind of befuddled uh, Oh like the uh, and after Baby. reading yeah the the guy who's in over his head he plays that to the hilt and he's great doing that bit in this movie i really enjoy bullet train it's a fun ride it's it's good I time. will enjoy bullet train i uh, i'm looking forward to
0: it uh, what format or what platform did you watch smile on
1: uh smile was courtesy of the plex server that i have access to um, i'll make sure i'll send you an email
0: they they're coming for my <laughs> bad takes <laughs>
1: You said drag me to hell sucks. We're coming for
0: you. It's just like (laughs) two... Two EMTs. Two EMTs. <laughs> with film with, degrees. With film degrees. They, all, they both have one ear piercing. <laughs> Doesn't matter which ear, I'm in trouble.
1: You you, you, you said the thing, you know.
0: You you said the thing. You said drag me. I'm going to go to the Galleria. <laughs> brown bagging something in the food court on a Saturday afternoon. Drag me the hell fucking sucks. They're gonna, Ooh, some <laughs> some dude working at the Sabaros jumping the fucking counter the fuck you say, the fuck, you say. <laughs> fuck you say black bag you and get black you bag black yeah man. fucking people some guys black bagging me <laughs> someone else takes their belt to fucking tie my legs together and everyone in the food court's taking their fucking turn just beating me a <laughs> sack of oranges it's just, just sack of oranges of a fucking the the little old lady the little old lady at the sushi the sushi stand is just uh, has some vinegar. Rub it in his eyes. Make him suffer. Oh, baby,
2: that's the forty-eight minutes of dogs barking riff of the week.
0: Oh, the evil is inside you. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think it's like. I, you know what? Here, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. Look, take film, it even further. Films,
1: look, films. Film taste is subjective.
0: I don't think Sam Raimi's the director that everyone makes him to be i think he's a great director i don't know if he is like people are like oh he's like the martin Scorsese of b movies which i'm like oh that's james cameron yeah (laughs) that's james cameron james cameron makes 500 million dollar b movies yeah because avatar (laughs) always has (laughs) avatar is certainly something that you could get family video in 1989 yep it just would have a budget of a hundred thousand
1: dollars no that's what people fail to understand is like he came up in the roger corman group like he was he his first movie was piranha 2 i mean his
0: his bona fides uh james cameron his bona fides in the industry i i won't uh poo poo i but also cannot watch half of his work and not seen avatar will not see any of the avatar movies okay i uh more for me yeah enjoy (laughs) enjoy your your sucking and fucking tree that's also the Twin okay. Towers or something. I don't know. I've had people try to explain Avatar to me and I go, Why? Why'd you do this?
1: I don't need to explain Avatar to anyone. It's a fucking James Cameron thrill ride. There's it's a it's a roller coaster. You don't need to it's explain a, roller a fucking coaster. roller coaster. It's
0: a roller coaster where blue people have dreads fucking- and they fuck with their tails. So? I mean, that doesn't matter. I don't I mean, necessarily think this is bad.
1: It's just, like, it is just weird to explain to yeah. another person. Believe me, I've tried, and I'm just like, you know what? Just watch the movie. It's fine. You know, just it's not... Just watch the movie, just folks. Just watch the movie. Uh, if you get a little bored when you watch the Avatar, <laughs> you can just uh, play with her prick a little bit. You, know, you get done playing with her... Your... Only with the Sigourney Weaver scenes uh, is when... She is a uh, stronghold fox.
0: You know, one of the weirdest things I ever saw on twitter and i it does not ever need to be verified was someone was responding to a tweet about like what's like your weirdest connection to like a film or a celebrity mm. and someone responded with like oh our family cat was an alien
1: okay it was and jonesy
0: yeah it was jonesy and so it was weird watching it on vhs and being like there's our cat or something oh wow yeah and i'm like that's
1: so weird. That would be very weird, yeah.
0: What a great cat in the history of theater. Yes. Uh Jonesy.
1: Jonesy. Well, and then she left him on on Midway station and so he just lived a long healthy life uh, away from any of this other nonsense. Is that he the had the best movie? Yeah, he had the best ending of any character in he the really Alien does. movies. He's like, "Okay, cool. I get to
0: I just get to hang out and be a cat in space and not have to deal with any of the Weyland-Yutani nope. bullshit." Nope. And, just uh, he's fine.
1: <laughs> he gets the one happy ending. Isn't that nice?
0: Have I told you... <laughs> we've talked about this before. We'll revisit it for a second. If Folks listening, if you have not seen the special edition cut of Alien 3, uh, yes. the editor's cut, which yes. is a weird choice because uh, Aaron... Uh, who did that?
1: That was David Fincher.
0: David Fincher never wanted to touch it ever again.
1: No. So well. the guy
0: who edited the film went back and basically, I guess, did his interpretation of the assembly cut. And it is a far superior movie it's a completely different movie it's fucking bizarrely beautiful and bizarrely beautiful in the same way that like City of Lost Children is bizarrely beautiful yeah
1: which is interesting because Janae would do the fourth uh, yeah and,
0: which is a not great movie it has no, some but, great moments
1: but it's interesting just yeah. in like oh City of Lost Children blah, blah. All right. gosh Alien 3 the editor's cut I think it's called the special edition special cut, edition. like
0: okay. on uh, Amazon Prime or something like that. But highly recommend. It is mm. a completely different film, and uh, really, wasn't it? The... You said
1: that Charles Dutton gets more of a role in that. Is Charles Dutton of... and Charles Dance. Oh, is dance, yeah. And,
0: and there's also just characters that are barely—they barely have a handful of lines in the uh, theatrical release that have whole entire arcs. The the way that the alien is introduced is different. The way they they crash on the planet is different you get into the vibe of what's going on in this planet before ridley showed up with the alien and yeah. things like that and i think that's really interesting and i think it's a much better movie and fuck fox for not letting <laughs> the original interpretation go to print because i think that would have been a much better movie and much better received
1: you're damn right all right so it is about uh, about,
0: about that time. time about that time folks folks if uh If you want to send me your cyberbullying (laughs) and (laughs) foes of your taint smothered in various (laughs) condiments, uh, you can, uh, you can, uh, you can harass me there on the Twitters, which is still around. Yep. Uh, I shot G D ball. I S H O T G U R G U Y B O R D. Uh, it's also on Instagram.
1: Uh, Jason, yeah, you can find me on Twitter and uh, send me all your corrections to my previous posts. That's at video crime, Videocrime, Crime V I D E O C R I M E. I am also at Video Crime on. I mean, let me try to remember the list here. Host. I am at Video crime on hive i am also at video crime at retro.pizza on mastodon let's see here i am on instagram as at laser goose ceo that is a reference to a record label i set up as a vanity label and i believe laser goose ceo is also my name on tiktok you can give us at the show a call Call us. Leave us a voicemail. 314- Ahoy. Poo. That's right. 314-246-9766. 314-246-9766. You can also shoot us an email, as I've mentioned previously in the show, 48 barking at gmail.com. You can support the program via Patreon. That is patreon.com slash 48MinutesOfDogs. And, let me see, um... No, I think that's about it. <laughs> ah, geez. ah geez. Jesus Christ. Ah, jeez. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of shit. A lot of shit to think of. Much to Much ponder. to consider, yes. I think that about does it for the show, and we're going to leave you with a little something from a group from Indiana that I only recently discovered via Spotify Currently, of the uh, what is it? The uh, for you, or it's it's something that's generated every Friday, and I get these things every once in a while. I
0: I try to not interact with Spotify more than I
1: have. Yeah, but uh, unfortunately, it's just a a necessary. I know what they talk
0: about. They give you like this is like this is our AI curated playlist for you, guy who likes butthole surfers and Sue Jeff Stevens, right and Ramstein.
1: Yeah. so it, it, there More is... Mac
0: DeMarco and
1: Chill Wave. <laughs> yeah, there is definitely a lot of that. But every once in a while, every once in a while, I'll get a recommended something that it really vibes with me. And this is one of those. It's a band called Blowout from Indiana. The song is called Sense, Sense, Money, Money from their album No Beer, No Dad. <laughs> 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 Uh, All right,
0: let's do it.
1: As we always say at this time, namaste and good luck. Bye bye. Bye bye.